another episode of we did that shit podcast where we talk about who did some shit what we learned from shit and how we got through some shit i'm maya and i'm the b we appreciate you podcast family and we hope your week was the shit if this is your first time listening welcome and thank you for checking us out don't forget to subscribe to the show and follow us on all social media sites at We Did That Shit. Hey. What's what's up, Maya? Hey girl. Gay Paso, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing after. I think that's how you doing, right? I think that's that's how you do it. That's how you do it with your little <laughs> I'm doing it up. <laughs> you are. I had to do something you to my are. dad going hair because I'm still on this workout journey. So even though the weather mm. is getting ready to change, I'm just like, mm. I got to rock the braids for a little minute. Mm. But I got to be careful because you know up. edges is the key to life, honey. You mm. got edges. Your life is... Pret- in shambles, as you would say. Mm-hmm. They say don't add to the Bible, but I'm just going to say guard your heart and your edges. For real. <laughs> <laughs> so, At all costs. <laughs> what's going on? How was your week? You know what? My week was the shit. Oh. Even though we had... Whoop, whoop. I know. Even though we had other stuff going on, you know, family-wise, mm-hmm. we was going through some things and you know, we lost the aunt this week. Yes, we did. And, um, but, you know, I'm glad that her, you know, that phase of is over. Yeah, her you know, suffering. She can mm-hmm. finally, yeah. And, um, but besides those family things, and it's always easier because we have each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think my biggest stressor was work. and. I'm telling you, I really worked to change my attitude. Good. You the shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I walk in there like that. You know? Uh-huh. I do. Remember, you I had that I little Duval walk in there like, in your ear. Smile, bitch. Yeah. Smile, bitch. <laughs> and I mean, that's the attitude I walked in with. And it was a good week. So good. I'm really happy about that. How was your week? I can't report mm-hmm. my week was the shit. I can't report that. My week was stressful, but you know, we woke up every day, so that was the shit. And um, mm-hmm. I was sitting here laughing at last week, um, trying to get my my spirits up, you know, at um, our recording process last week. Right. <laughs> our studio was under renovation. Our studio was crazy. So, listen, long story short of it, we recorded at my mother's house, and we told my mom, like, yo, we recording, 
She was like, oh, right. okay, cool. No problem. We like, so, you you know, chill. Cool. As soon as we said, and five, four, here she come. You got that Giovanni's uh, uh, menu. So I'm trying to get a pizza. So Let so, me tell you about that pizza. It got right. uh, <laughs> So we stopped. Then we hit record again. She goes and she goes outside because she, she talking on the phone. Oh, Oh, I can't go outside. Yo, lady, chill. Then like, we hit record again. She it's not even the, the fact that on. we holding her hostage, but she go outside and clickety clacking the sliding doors and carry door like <laughs> right. so funny. Then we press record again. Here she go turning the TV on. Our heads whipped around like, yo, she like, oh, now I can't watch TV. <laughs> So just thinking about that, just thinking about that made me laugh today. And so it gave me like a little energy, you know, and now we back recording a new episode with, without oh the interruptions. <laughs> without the interruptions. I mean, you know. So the week Jeez. was cool. <laughs> yeah, I hung out with her yesterday. That's my girl. Mm-hmm. So who did some so, shit this week? You know, I want to talk about the Cat Williams interview with um, Frank and Wanda. Oh, okay. And um, (laughs) the shade, so-called shade that he threw at Tiffany Haddish. And I wasn't at the show, but at the show in Atlanta, they said he really like kind of went in on Kevin Hart. I didn't hear any of that. I don't know what it is, but Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart did have a response. I didn't read the response because I didn't hear what he said about Kevin Hart, but I did Mm -hmm. hear what he Mm -hmm. said on a Frank and Wanda show. I listened to that. And first of all, I just want to say that to me, I don't really think he was being shady per se to Tiffany Haddish. He was just... He was just saying what happens in comedy. This is what happens. You don't know what Tiffany had his joke because she's never done a special this and that. But whatever. she has and done I, a special. I did see her special when she said she yeah. was a unicorn. Right. And all that stuff. I did. Um, but I do not have a favorite Tiffany Haddish joke. Right. I just don't think I just don't think that Cat Williams was being shady toward Tiffany Haddish. And it just doesn't like I'm not saying whether I'm a fan or not. I think Issa Ray said it best. You know, I'm rooting for everybody. I'm rooting for everybody black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. just how I am. You know, make the money while the money is out there to be made. Same thing with Kevin Hart. I mean, Kevin Hart's face is on everything, but make the money while the money's out there to be made. Of I'm course. not mad at anybody. Like, you know, we've talked about it before, how we weren't great big fans of Gabrielle Union before the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still supported her projects. You know what I mean? Because... We root for everybody black. So I just, first of all, I just think that what he was saying wasn't shade. I think it was more of an education for mm-hmm. people who did not know. Um, but I really think that Wanda went way left. I think so too. I think so back too. back and forth bullshit. I was like, why are you bantering with a comedian? Like, you And thinking dumb. that a comedian, here's the thing. 
Let me just address the Tiffany Haddish thing. I agree with you. I don't think that Cat Williams was being shady. However, Tiffany Haddish does have a special. And I, I if I'm not mistaken, right. she has like a smaller uh, special. And then she did that bigger one on Showtime. And that just right. came out, I think, last year or whatever. The thing about Tiffany Haddish is, is that, you know, she is like a breakout star, you know? Right. And so in anything, I think where it's dealing with black people, it seems like it can only be one, you know, now you have a Kevin Hart, you know, it's only one. When you mm-hmm. had Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. it was only one, you know? Uh, so, so I think that now what Tiffany had is she's on that breakout. Oh, it can only be one. And now she's right. everywhere. You know, I mean, she is a star, and she is funny, but I don't she, think right. what Cat right. Williams was saying was she's not funny in the stand-up comedian type of way. She's funny right. in the I made a role for you and you can uh, bring forth the role in a funny way type of way. You know, where right. he's saying, and I think that comics like Cat Williams that are specifically stand up comedians, they think that way. You know, like if mm-hmm. you can't stand in front of a damn audience with a microphone with an hour worth of material then I don't think that you funny you know or like they say Kevin Hart he has writers who write his jokes for him now Kevin Hart has funny moments do I think that Kevin Hart is like the funniest damn comedian is he a Rob Stapleton no you know is he a talent no but is he a good comedian Sure he is, Mm -hmm. you know, he's good in the lane that he's in, you know, what people need to realize though, is you can't say something to everybody who got something to say against you. If you feel like I'm a star, I'm the shit, I'm doing what I'm doing. You did that shit, then do it and let it be that. Right. Now, when it comes down to the Wanda thing, Wanda was doing too much. That whole interview was uneasy. You know what I'm saying? Cat Williams was doing what Cat Williams does, right? He was, but he he had that serious face, you know, he had that tone that made you feel like, no, he coming at me a different kind of way. Even the way that her co-hosts even the way that her co-host reacted, he ain't react. He ain't say shit. He just was laughing. Right. He was laughing. So because I think he was like Oh, okay, this is a joke. She was even mad right. at him because of the way that he didn't respond or that he didn't stand up for her. But it was like, well, what the hell was he supposed to stand up for? Hey, don't talk about her. You know the environment that you're in and you know the right. guests that you have. So some things you kind of got to expect. Right. And he's a comedian and it was funny. And I think, first of all, who banters with a comedian? Like, who does that? People who think that they can banter with a comedian who think, and especially somebody who feels like, oh, well, you on my platform. You know what I'm saying? Well, she looked like a goof troop. And then you hear that um, Cat Williams reported that her husband approached him. It's a video. Oh, did he really do it? Yeah, it's a video of him approaching Cat Williams. I Well, I knew, well, did he pull out a gun? Because they said he had a gun or something. He threatened him or something. It doesn't show that on the video, but it does show them having, like, words outside of a door. Mm -hmm. And then it shows him going toward Cat Williams. Like, kind of Cat Williams, you know, he a little person. Mm -hmm. Right, right. They, they, (laughs) 
and I don't mean a little person in the, in that way, but I'm saying he's short. You know what I'm saying? He's small. Right. Uh, so they mm-hmm. ushered his security was kind of like ushering him out the way, and then the husband mm-hmm. was like going after him. Now what happened when they got off that camera? If he pulled the gun, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't. I, I could have made the gun up. I'm not sure, but I no, know you said did. They said that that's what it was. Okay, okay, we just okay, say okay, speed it up. I did. Okay. You hear so much. All the stuff is just a blur. But anyway, I was, and that's, yeah, you, you look stupid. Your wife looked dumb. Hey, that I just, you know, wanted to mention that. And who else and did some shit? The, oh. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say who else did some shit, but let me say this. Women, you got to know the type of stuff you bring to your man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like your man could listen to it on his own. He heard the interview, yeah, whatever. Say, he could have heard but, it like anybody else. Yeah, he probably did. But it ain't. You yeah. can't sit here and tell me that his wife ain't go home and make it more than what it was. You know what I'm saying? It's like if a right. dude say something to you on the street, he like, yo, you got a fat ass, and then you go home and you like this ninja said blahzy blah. When you don't have to do that, because you got to know what type mm-hmm. of dude you dealing with. If you know you dealing right. with the type of dude who gonna approach another man based off of whatever you gotta bring it to him in a different kind of way so you know just remember that because that's what I think happened with them and it which prompted her husband to react in the way that he for sure you know what I'm saying and now you got a whole situation that your husband is in and if it's a gun involved then it's a whole nother thing for something that wasn't even that and and that's the point but sure. let's say who else did some shit. Well, I needed to talk about Kanye West this week. Um, Kanye West, I see you. Mm. I see what you're doing. Now you on this whole let me get black people back on my side. I'm in Chicago. I didn't went back and got the Chicago homies. I'm buying a home in Chicago. I'm releasing a new album with Chance, and you know Chance got the the people, you know, Chance the mm-hmm. Rapper. I see you, Kanye. Mm-hmm. And I want to just say, I don't give two shits if you coming back to Chicago, if you trying to get back in your roots. I don't care about none of that. You're still out. You're out. You don't yeah. sit next to a person like the president that we have right now, wear a magna hat, tell us that slavery was a choice, and now you go eat some Harold's chicken and we supposed to open you back with open arms like, yeah, oh, Kanye, you, you are back with us. It's all about you. Mm. No, no. Yeah. Hell no. no. Absolutely not. And people who do things like that, you know, think about what it is that you're doing. You can't expect the community to be after you, I mean, for you, when you were against them. And, 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 And we told you time and time again, you either with us or you against us. And that's just what it is. That's right. And remember from the whole Nike situation, we have the power. Yes, we do. We have the power. So let's just use the power. Yeah. So I just needed to okay. mention that. I see your ploys and they ain't working. The goodbye. Uh lastly, <laughs> I just lastly, this whole I know that we try to stay away from politics on the podcast. Ugh. And I know that we try to not talk about um this 45, but this Supreme Court justice, um, 
you know, thing that's heating up with him trying to get confirmed, this Judge Kavanaugh, and now you have a woman coming forward and saying that she was sexually abused by him, and it happened mm-hmm. when he was, what, 17? And then you have mm-hmm. all of these white privileged males, which he is a white mm-hmm. privileged male, going on TV and saying stuff like, oh, should you be condemned for something that you did at 17? Yeah. Yeah, yes, you yeah, should. Because they, if you they race, condemn black people for what they did at 13. They condemning us for what we had right. to do. You know what I'm saying? Not alone right, for exactly. what you did do. A, a, exactly. a cop literally murdered a man, and you have the senator uh, or the governor, or whatever he is, of Texas saying, oh, he found himself murdered in his home. He found himself murdered. Ted Cruz said that out of his mouth. He found himself murdered in his own home. I, what the hell is that? And now you have what? a per- and now you're saying that we shouldn't condemn this man um, for something that he did at 17. Bill Cosby uh, allegedly raped women 30 years ago. And mm-hmm. here they are. Condemn, you know, condemn, condemning condemn. him. Exactly. He's going to jail. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want a person who has anything in their past to be able to govern laws for the people for the rest of their natural life. If you're appointed to this highest position in the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. you can make laws uh, uh for people for y- your whole damn life. For our for life. whole life. And you talking about right. something that you did at 17, whether you thought that you was going to be a judge at 17 or not, you won now. And you're trying to get to the highest court. Yes, you can, should be condemned about it. And then the woman who has come forth, what the hell does she have to gain by coming forth? It's right. not like she has anything to gain. She's a PhD. She's a professor. You know, she don't have nothing to gain. People are... It's terrible. People are condemning her like i can't believe you right. came out and spoke about something about the, right yeah and why did you wait exactly. so long it doesn't matter how long she waited the simple Which fact is why is, a is lot that of women who were violated a, a lot of women who are violated they don't say anything because when they come out they become the victim. victims mm-hmm. again and again yep. and again mm-hmm. you know and that's why people don't come out and say this happened to me that happened to me and another thing about this Kavanaugh appointment you know before he was a prospect for this appointment they knew his past yes they knew his past and you know they was probably like you know what it'll never come out we'll keep it covered don't even worry about it and now look at you and, that's and not if this even, stuff go still ahead. goes through if this stuff still goes through like this, I mean, I don't know what else you need to see, to witness, to see what kind of state this country is in. But, you know, well, if that goes through, I mean, it, it just goes to show that everything that we think about this country and the way that people are treated in this country that aren't white privileged people is true. And it is. Right. So, I mean, we don't got to have this to know that that's right. But, yeah, I think that, yeah, condemn his ass. Talk about it every chance that you get. Every chance that you get. Not And that ain't even going against his racist emails, you know, mm-hmm. his uh, racist past. That has nothing to do with nothing. Now, you didn't rape a white woman. You didn't sex- had right. sexual misconduct against a white woman. Y'all ain't even trying to protect your little ass white women? Come on. <laughs> Come on, come on, come on. But anyway, I just needed to mention that um, 
and we'll still try our best to stay away from politics, but you know, they come up from time to time. So what else mm-hmm. is going on? Well, I got some other shit on my mind. What else you got? So, you know, we have said before that we have a whole list of topics that things that we're going to get into. And this really speaks to one of the topics that we said we were going to get into. But I have another strawberry letter that I want to read. Mm. I don't remember the date. It was last week sometime. Uh-huh. So couple days ago last week i don't know it's all a blur but it was more recent than the one we talked about in the previous podcast okay so (laughs) i don't even know why this is a strawberry letter but listen to this shit okay i'm a 49 year old female married to a 49 year old man i have five children and five grandchildren here's the problem my current husband is not the father of my children I married this man when my children were young, so he's been in their lives for a very long time. My youngest son just graduated from high school and will be going away for college. So now my husband thinks that we are done raising children from now on. It will be just the two of us. He has said that we don't have to worry about the kids anymore because they're all grown and have their own lives. So am I supposed to not be involved with my children since they are no longer living at home? My children range from age 32 to 18 years old, and all five of them live in different states. I want to see them and my grandkids as often as I can. In fact, I'd like to move closer to them. My husband does not want anything to do with them, period. He doesn't want to visit them. And he doesn't want them to visit us. Mm. He said that they don't need to come for holidays. What the hell? He really thinks that because they are adults, I'm supposed to forget that they exist. I understand that these are our golden years and we should be enjoying quality time together and traveling the world. But our travels should also include trips to see my children. If he's really serious, I may have to spend my golden years alone. Steve and Shirley, can you please help me? What did this lady write this letter for? First, that was my first thought. Why is this even a strawberry letter? And then my second thought, my thought and a half, because this is not even like my second thought. My thought and a half was, I need to know what she didn't write in this letter. Exactly. Because this shit doesn't make any sense. Like, at all. If a person is in your life since your Mm -hmm. children was young, you know. Since your children were young. Then that means that they had a hand in raising your kids. It was no indication throughout all of these years that you have been with this man that he said, when your kids get old, you know, I'm done with their asses. because Mm -hmm. this didn't just happen he he wasn't like oh you 18 okay you waiting for that countdown all right Mm -hmm. tuesday he turning 18 and then tuesday you was like so you don't have no kids oh it's just me and you Mm -hmm. that didn't happen he's been showing you signs all along now here's the thing it was funny that we came up with this that we started talking about this because earlier i was talking to a friend of mine and he was telling me which is this 
crazy it added all into this he was telling me that he got into it with his mother last night right and so i'm like oh, oh. what you get into with your mom for and he's telling me about her man her man be spending mm-hmm. up all her money blah blah, blah and then he then she calls him for money and so mm-hmm. he's like telling me how his mom kicked him out when he was 18 like basically so at, i mean at the 1201 when he turned mm. 18, his mom was like, well, you know, it's time for you to move on. You need to get yourself out. And, like, didn't give him no time. Didn't say, well, you got six months and then you got to get out. It was basically like 1201. So what you going to do? So, obviously, this is happening more so than not. But this woman is leaving out the signs that he was into her and not her kids well first of all there are signs and you know you must be an idiot not to be able to read the signs right but even even before that even before the signs that a man is into you but not your children or vice versa. It could be a woman into you and not chick and and yeah. You know. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. I don't like to get to know people's kids because kids tend to like me. Mm-hmm. And then they expect me to be around forever. And then I'd be like, I can't stand your goddamn dad. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I don't want to be all like that with the kids. So I really don't like to meet people's kids because they really do tend to like me and latch on. So mm-hmm. I kinda <laughs> had to learn that. Um so but more than that, this woman has children ranging in age 32 to 18. That means she started having children when she was 17 and her youngest baby she had when she was about, what's that, 31? And then she so, got with him because she only 49. And then she, right. And, and then none of these kids him. is so, hurt him. They don't have no none kids of his. They don't have the kids to, that, and that's what I'm saying. You have to, you have to only go by what's in the letter. There's a lot that she left out. Uh-huh. There's a, so she clearly was missing the signs, mm-hmm. you know, and then in the years that she, and she says, since my children were small, you know, the, there's a 12 year gap between the youngest and the oldest. So who was small and what's small to you? Nine, 10, you know, or two, three, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it just is not. He's been in these kids' lives for a little minute. Long enough. Long enough to build a relationship with them. Long enough to not be like, oh, it's Christmas. I ain't going to see them kids. Long enough for that. And and what does it say that all of them move to another state? Yeah. So, like I said, it's signs that he's into you and not into the kids. Her crazy ass, right? And the kids is like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm breaking my own ticket. I'm out of here. (laughs) So, so some signs that your partner may be into you, and they probably ain't even into you so much, Mm -hmm. but but definitely not your kids. If your partner doesn't talk directly to your children. Yeah, they're not interested. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if the, the little kids, and people do that too. The little kids be like, hi, what's your name? They be like, mm-hmm, hi, <laughs> hi, you ready? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, get these kids out of here, yeah. I'm coming exactly. to feed you, not your kids. Exactly. No matter what the age, you yeah. know what I mean? If the partner doesn't talk directly to your children, you know, that's a sign that the partner is into you and not your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, if <laughs> 
if your partner gives your children gifts, right, uh-huh. that keep you away from them, that's also a sign. You know, like, oh, here's a TV so you can watch TV <laughs> in your room. Right. Here's a video <laughs> game so you can play the game. Go play. Exactly. <laughs> like, here's bats and gloves so you can go to the park and join the little, like, you know, Alone. get out of here. Just <laughs> Without I, us. I don't, <laughs> I don't care what you did. And the person, <laughs> the parent, obviously, is not paying attention because all they see is, oh, he bought little Leroy mm-hmm. a gift. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. If the, if the partner go if you go out with your partner all the time or go on vacations with your partner and they never want to bring the kids now hello i don't know what you need that's a sign and a siren well what about if the kids uh, i mean if y'all going out where uh, and that's tricky i i think that that goes with the dating with someone with kids as opposed to being in a relationship with someone with kids because if you're dating you can't tell me this is partner okay this is partner so you're you have to be beyond dating yeah okay okay and and this is definitely must must have been happening in this lady who wrote the strawberry oh no doubt about it uh so another big sign and this is to me like i first of all when my children were small i have two children they have a father so I'm not looking for anybody to be a father figure to my children. And I'm darn sure not looking for any more children. So mm-hmm. if your partner is jealous of your children, like, yeah, that's, that's a huge like, sign. I, I, I don't even know mm-hmm. how you could miss something like that. Like you, mm-hmm. if a person is jealous, uh, it, especially of your kids, of anything, mm-hmm. first of all, if a person is jealous of anything, run. But even, if they're jealous of your kids, do a sprint. Don't do the marathon. Do the sprint. Mm-hmm. And also, if you have, um, if your partner, whether they have children or not, because sometimes they'll have children, and when you're not the custodial parent, they may not be super involved with their kids. Right. But if they if they expect your children to behave a certain way or act like adults like kids are kids Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and if you're with a person who doesn't allow children to be children you know they're like "Mm," like like they're treating them like they're in a way exactly like they're in the way kids are kids uh what cat williams say um they supposed to like skittles right (laughs) (laughs) they kids well, so he was—he was probably a drill. The strawberry letter. He was probably a drill sergeant with the children. First of all, he, he was has, up, in this left. little bit of letter that you read. He has all those signs. You got anything right. else? And if if you know for yourself that you don't want to introduce your children to your new partner, if you have any kind of reservations about introducing your children to your partner, then you know that's a sign. That's a sign that he may not be into your kids because why wouldn't you want to introduce them? Once now I'm not talking about dating. Okay. Because I, I see it all over your face. I'm not talking about dating. I'm talking about if you're with somebody. You know, I know people who have boyfriends, girlfriends, and they have never met their children. Well, that's goofy. As hell. If but you if you don't if you claim not, somebody and happens. give them a and, and, and bring them into your life in a way where you feel like We've mutually had a discussion that we are going to be together mm-hmm. and you got kids and I ain't never met your damn kids. 
That is first of all, it's not crazy on the other person's part. Now that's a, that's crazy on your damn no, part. It's, Why would you be wait, with somebody who you felt like, oh, I can't bring them around my kids? Oh, I'm drained. I'm not saying anybody's crazy. I'm just saying that's a that's sign. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that's that a sign that they into... may be into you, but not your children. They're yeah. not into your children. If you have reservations, then they ain't into your children. So. I mean, you got to look for the signs, I guess. I don't know. But I just thought that was crazy. Some of the signs is staring you right in the damn face. Again, it goes back to what you said. What didn't she put in the letter? You, This man don't want to want you to even go visit your kids. You can't even bring the grandkids uh, Elmo down. He's just like, no, it's me and you, no bitch. Holidays. Them kids, <laughs> you could forget them kids. That is just crazy. <laughs> like, he's been giving you those signs all mm. along. But yeah, look mm. deep before you leap and look for those mm. signs that a person is into you and not into your child. Let's talk about though, I because some of those signs, I need to talk about even just dating somebody with kids. Let's talk about it's the hard. dating. Let's talk about the dating part of it before because you was talking specifically about partners. Now, I'm a person that don't have kids. Right. And right. so I date a lot of men with kids, you know, then mm-hmm. everybody, I could, uh, it's only about one or two that don't have no kids. So I'm always mm-hmm. in this and I don't want to get to the point <laughs> I'm bringing this up because I don't want to get to the point where I'm writing a strawberry letter in reverse. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't want him going this to go guy, be with these kids. You know what kid. I mean? <laughs> So, so <laughs> let's just even talk about like some tips for dating, a, for dating someone with kids. Mm-hmm. I would say number one is definitely always remember that the kids come first. They do. They do. Unless you're married to the father and you believe in the sanctity of marriage. Cause the Bible really puts the marriage before the children. Mm-hmm. So unless you're married to the other parent of the child or whatever you do have to know that your children rely on you for life and they do have to come first and i mean that's with the job dating anything yeah you know kids come first i agree when i sign up to date someone and i know they have children i am always aware that you know plans can get changed uh, things can go left because that person mm-hmm. has children. Um, especially with the type of men that I'm going to be dealing with. Cause I would never date someone who wasn't into their kids. You know what I'm saying? That's right. a telltale sign that like, if me and you do to do and we go to go and we have this baby, you ain't going to be into my damn baby. Be into my kids. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. that's just like a, a given, but some people don't know that, but yeah, number one, I would mm-hmm. say the kids always come first, but, But people, I'm sorry, but in dating, you know, a lot of times people make it seem like, don't worry about them kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I worry about them kids. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. So you continue in a relationship and that's how you get to those things where you can't see the signs because the other person seemed like the kids weren't that important. And you was all right with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you talk about, oh, you roll with it. So you thinking, oh, she cool. She going to kick that kid out of 18. <laughs> yeah. You know, like your friend. And now you want to like go visit friend. him for so Christmas. Now, what memo exactly. didn't I get? Because we discussed this. Because I feel exactly. like, again, something was said throughout this whole thing. So mm-hmm. I would say number two, the thing 
the tips about dating someone with kids, know that you won't meet them right off the bat. Like, mm-hmm. don't in, don't mm-hmm. don't introduce me to your kids, and we went on two dates. And that's just for me. I don't want to be introduced to your kids because. I don't know if I'm going to be around for a third date. Like, I don't feel like we might have mm-hmm. got to the point where it's like, oh, okay, let's meet the children. You know what I'm saying? And that's to protect mm-hmm. me and protect you. If I don't know that right. I'm going to be around you, I don't want to get involved with something that's that important. And that's just for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think a good time to kind of meet your kids I think it depends on the way that you vibing with people. I mean, I've read different things that they said two, I mean, six months to like meet the kid. Mm-hmm. I think that depends on the situation and the, the way that you guys are moving in, in the dating process, you know, on when mm-hmm. is a good time to date your kids. I mean, to, excuse me, to uh, meet your kids. But what do you think as a person with children, when do you think is a good time to introduce the kids in dating? I'm a- I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Okay. So, if you meet my kids early, I don't like you. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> so, girlfriend, I mean, they got kids you said friend, the same thing. You, fr- you friend zone. You definitely friend zone. So, if, if you meet my kids early, I'm like, oh, hey, that's Chuck. Oh, right. Chuck, y'all. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. All right. You ain't going to see Chuck but a couple more times. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe a couple more times. And you ain't going to see me, like, holding Chuck's hand. Right. Chuck picking me up. But you're not going to see none of that. When I introduce you, it's going to be casual. Every time you see me talk about him or see me with him, it's, it's going to be, be casual. casual. Right. I think if you meet the kids early, it, it ain't nothing. Now, the thing with my children, my experience is, um, you know, I was married to their father and um, I dated someone after that and it was a long relationship and, you know, I thought we were going to get married, live the rest of our lives and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And after that, I made a conscious decision that I, I didn't want to date anymore. I didn't want to bring, introduce my children to anybody. So just about everybody they met was like, hey, that's Chuck, you right. know, whatever. Right. You know, they they had no idea it was like a dating type thing or whatever. I don't even think I did either. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but as time went on, and I remember having this conversation with my children that um, when I said when Jiggy, and Jiggy's my youngest, my son. I said, I told him, because both my children are born in June. So it was like right after the holidays. And I told my children, I said, look, Deja, you're going to be 20. Jiggy's going to be 18. And you guys are grown. This is your home. I will always support you in, you know, whatever you try to do in life or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, but when Jiggy turns 18, I'm going to do two things. I said, I'm going back to school and I'm going to start dating. Mm-hmm. Now, the girl, she was happy. She was like, oh, you know, that's nice. You need to date, you know, find somebody, yeah, whatever. We always Jiggy like looked that. at me the like songs. I had, right. <laughs> Jiggy looked at me like I had seven necks. And, you know, maybe right. one day on the podcast, I will tell you what happened when I brought a date home and we were just sitting on the sofa talking. And Jiggy came home. He was out, you know, and Jiggy came home and what happened? It was baby G when he first, when he first met baby G. So 
it was crazy. And then the second time <laughs> he came to pick me up for a date, he gonna say, is your son gonna be there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no problems, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm good on that. I'm you know just what I'm looking saying? at him like, yo, he lived there, you know, like, right. you know, he he grew on him and everything, you know, but, you know, Jiggy wasn't playing at first. So that's the thing. No, you're not going to meet the children right away, especially if, you know, they like you. It, it, but it depends on the age, because if your children are yeah. grown, like in my case, you know, it really doesn't matter. Right. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I would say that the next thing with dating someone that has children is to know, especially if I'm thinking we're talking about um, children that are younger than grown, you know, always know mm-hmm. that the ex is going to be somewhere in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Like it, the baby mm-hmm. mother, or not. the baby father mm-hmm. is going to be around some kind of way. Now, whether mm-hmm. that be like y'all got drama or whether it be like you co-parent, they gonna be around some kind mm-hmm. of way. Cause you could have a situation where they ain't involved in the kids' life. You arguing back mm-hmm. and forth to try to get them involved in the kids' life, and then it could be a situation where they're very active in the kids' life. So know that they're going to be around. You know what I'm saying? And I think a a, mm-hmm. a pro tip is to not feel no type of way. Like if you dating somebody and they have children, you know you can't go into it with the mindset of like, oh, that's his baby mom. He always gonna get back with her. Because if that's the case, don't date people with kids. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you got to fill that situation out within time the best that you can, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always see these conversations on the internet, like, about people dealing with their um, child's mother or father. Like, when it comes down to holidays, do you buy a gift, you know? Uh, what kind of access do you give that person to your life, you know? Do you meet the do you meet the, the ex, you know, in when you're dating? Mm-hmm. And I think, yes, you do. After, when you realize you're going to be in a relationship, like, I don't need to go on two dates, and then you'd be like, this your reign. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't know if Moxie ever met anybody. Not even, mm. not even the ex that was in your life for a long time, knowing that he was going to be around the so. children. I don't think so. I don't think. Well, I know. think that says stuff. I think that that says something about the other person too, because if if I had kids and I was bringing somebody into my life, or if my significant, I mean, if my ex had kid, you know, we had kids together, and then they were bringing mm-hmm. someone into their life that they was like, "This is going to be my woman." I want to meet her mm-hmm. because I want to know what kind of person is around my child, not on you know some what? like, I used to "Oh, think I want to that... meet her," and I don't want the person around my kid because mm-hmm. I want you. No on some like no what kind of it is not always because i want you no no i i used to think that until it happened to me Mm -hmm, i used to think that way too like oh i want to meet her because i want to see whatever but you know what it first of all if that's who you want to be with that's your choice if that's who you want to be with i don't care and also if when my children meet her you know if my children get a bad vibe then they ain't gotta go Right. You know what I mean? I'm going to get a bad vibe because I get a bad vibe about him and I'm going to have a bad vibe about him and everybody he around because he a bad vibe. You know what I mean? But right. I don't care. I don't care what I feel about them. But if my children was like, Mom, I don't want to go over there because she, that's all they got to say. They only have to finish the sentence, whatever. So yeah. it's really how 
comfortable my children feel do they welcome my children um you know they ain't gonna be hitting on my children nothing like that so yeah i don't i don't feel any kind of way towards you know whoever he's with i don't care about that that's just me okay. and I, I thought that i would feel so I think, the way you just said but i didn't yeah right but i didn't well i don't have so. kids so i can't speak to that you know, um, I have, ne- and it's crazy because I've been in someone's life for a long term and I've never, uh, met the person that they had kids with, but it was because she wasn't really in the kid's life. So it really wasn't no right. need to meet her because it was, she wasn't right. an active mother. So it's just like the role that he took as a father, you know, we just, we just did, you know, we just Move did on. what we did. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just was what it was. Um, I think something else to think about when dating people with kids is, are you ready for a ready-made family? Because Mm -hmm. if you date someone with children, I don't mean like a first date, Mm -hmm. a second date. I mean, like if y'all dating and this is turning into something, Mm -hmm. do you want to be a step-parent? You know, that is something that you should think about very early on when you're dating someone with children, because it's a possibility that could get that way. And if you like my man in the strawberry letter and you just like, yeah, I don't really like these kids. And when they jokers get older, they out of here. You wasn't ready to be a stepdaddy. Because a stepdaddy is for life, just like a daddy is for life. If you with the mother Mm -hmm. or you with the father, then you with them damn kids. I agree. And this is what I tell people all the time. You know, everybody talks about, oh my gosh, I can't wait to grow up and have a family. I want kids and this and that, whatever. You know, people who <laughs> want children or whatever. They always say that, but they nobody ever says, oh my gosh, I can't wait to have a baby. I hope I have a baby with Down syndrome or I hope I have a baby yeah. with autism or I hope I have a baby with ADHD or I hope I have a baby that has a physical handicap so I can be a part. Nobody says those kind of things. And when they're your biological children, anything can happen you can have the perfect child Mm -hmm. and raise the perfect child and be like the all-american family and then your kid goes to college and meets somebody who just turns your whole world upside down and then because Mm -hmm. they're your child what are you gonna do just abandon the child no right so if you don't so if it's a crapshoot with your biological children how much more of a crapshoot is it when they're not your biological children right. and how much are you willing to accept or hold on to? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like how much there's something, you know, and they say it's a package deal. Mm-hmm. You know, are you ready for a ready made? It's a package deal. My son has autism. It, and I always thought about that when I was getting divorced, if I ever remarried or something, you know, it's a possibility that my son may need to live with me forever. Mm -hmm. Thank God he doesn't, but it (laughs) was a possibility. Yeah. And so they need to know that. No, he should not. Okay. He he can get out. (laughs) So that's another subject. But (laughs) but it's a possibility. And so those are things that have to come up. So yes, you have to, you have to ask yourself, am I not just willing to accept a ready-made family but hey what if some things go wrong and you have to think about all the things that it entails you know Mm -hmm. 
horrible tragic things happen like you don't want to wish anything bad on anybody and i'm not but i'm just saying you know there's a lot of places with you know children and adults that have a traumatic brain injury or something so when you get into that step family these are all the things that you need to think about with what you want to accept i'm yes. just the kind of person i think about all that kind of crap <laughs> they well like, you have to i think that i think that you have to i mean it is and I think about it when you first tell me that you got kids. Like, when people tell me, oh, I didn't know they had kids, I'm like, why? Because when I first say, hi, what's your name? And you say, James. Yes. I say, oh, James, you married? Mm-hmm. And they say, right. no. And I say, you got a girlfriend? And they say, no. You got a boyfriend? Uh-uh. Oh, exactly. how many kids you got? And James right. tell me he got eight in a possible. Uh, yeah. I want eight in a possible mm-hmm. in spades. I don't want that in a man when I'm dealing with him. You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, so exactly. there's that. Also, I think that and when you're dating you a person with children, kids, you go ahead. Right. Even... No, go ahead. No, you said even if you have three kids, what? If you even if you have three children, if you have like two or more baby moms i'll be like "Mm." i'm biased i i'm sorry i just be like "Mm." well i mean it's one thing it's one thing that the parent gonna be around but now it's gonna be parents around my goodness gracious at graduation we gotta have a whole table for your baby mamas that's too much (laughs) i can't can't do all that It's it's too much listen I have dated That's people that had one baby mother and I've dated people that had multiples. I mean, yeah. I've been lucky, though, to not date nobody with the baby mama drama, really. You know, so mm-hmm. I've been very lucky on that um, end. But I I was going to say that I think dating someone with children, you definitely have to have a certain kind of patience because if you are a person that don't have kids... Mm-hmm. And that person has kids, especially if they like a super parent, meaning that mm-hmm. like everything they do is about the kids, which, right. hey, listen, people out there, do you every, do right. take care of them kids, but you can't have the attitude of daddy got to have a life too, or mama got to have a life too. And then think that a person that doesn't have kids is supposed to understand every single thing about that. Like I'm a very patient person because I know what I'm signing up for when a person has children, but mm-hmm. some days I want to be like, yeah, I don't have no kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be very practice patience when you deal with someone who has children. And lastly, and thing, no, go ahead. No, I because, but a lot of times, because I really dig what you're saying about this one, because a lot of times, first of all, if you have children and you can't date, don't date. So, and I'm not don't talking about the money, date. but the time. If you're not really going to put in the time to date and everything, because you, hey, what you doing? Making breakfast for the kids. You call them the next time. Hey, what you doing? Making lunch for the kids. Hey, what you doing? About to take right. the kids to the park. Hey, what you doing? Getting right. the kids ready for bed. <laughs> what you doing? Like, if you know you got all of that going on with the kids all the time, you really can't date. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't try to make somebody you like, oh, I'm doing this with the kids, 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 but I do want to see you, but the kids, 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 yeah. kids, kids. Oh, can I bring the kids over? Can we meet with the kids at the park? You know what I mean? Like, let somebody get to know you too. Like, so people with children, if you can't date because you into your children, because there was a time I couldn't date 
Mm-hmm. I'm learning all about autism mm-hmm. and the school system and what the law says about the Individuals with Disability Education Act and suing people. And yeah, I like yeah. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So if you can't date, don't date if you're into the kids. You know, every time I call you, you know, it's something with the kids. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, with the kids. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> uh-huh. I know that life. <laughs> I know that life. Um... <laughs> Lastly, I want to say this. This is a question that I have for you. I mean, those are just some tips, you know, to think about when you're dating a person with kids. But I wanted to ask you this, just leaving out um, from this episode. Can bad kids ruin a good relationship? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. First of all, especially when they ain't your kids. Oh, hell no. Everybody has to deal with that bullshit. Are you kidding me? And it's a shame, but yes. And they don't even have to be bad because what if if they are really diagnosed with something? That don't be necessarily Mm -hmm. bad, but it's hard. You know, but bad... Baby kids? (laughs) Where the fuck is baby? (laughs) Yeah, no. I think that bad kids can definitely ruin a good relationship when we talk about the respect factor. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You, you Mm -hmm. know, because I know growing up, my mother had never had men around us like that. But when we got of age, you know, older and later teenage life and she started dating someone Mm -hmm. seriously, you know, my brother didn't like him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like my mom no said, you don't have to like them, but you're going to respect mm-hmm. them. You know what I'm right. saying? So I think bad kids can definitely ruin a good relationship when you let them cross the line of mm-hmm. the respect factor. You know, you always got to mm-hmm. have the respect in there. You don't have to like, but you do have to respect. Well, I don't think that, you know, first of all, children of a certain age understand the respect factor as much well, as when you yeah, get but older. when you're young you but, need the respect too teach your kids no. respect from the damn door you should be talking right. to your they, kids about respect when their asses is coming no. out your ass but what i'm saying is kids res- kids respect like respect your elders yeah you know things like that but respect when you're a child a child doesn't understand the difference between respect and bad behavior. They do things for attention and it may not even be bad, mm. but they do things for attention. Mm. You know, like I'm thirsty. Exactly. But it's attention getting, it's something to get, to take your attention away from the partner and children know what they're doing. Uh-huh. You know, they know what they're doing. So it may not be, respectful but they do shit kids can do shit intentionally right you know and not just little kids because i'm telling you when baby g was in here jiggy was like Ha. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ha. G was like, oh no, watch watch this. Well, maybe that's why. But that's a podcast for another day. Listen, to wrap this all up, maybe that's why the man was like, oh, they 18, these kids getting the hell out of here because they <laughs> obviously, something is going on in that relationship. And I need another something. letter to be written to let us mm-hmm. know exactly what it is. But listen, yes. we got to go ahead and get on out of here. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, just give us you some tips on dating 
people with children. Also, listen to those signs that the V gave us that they're into you and not yes. into your kids. Pay attention to them. And like we said, do the sprint, not the marathon, honey. Uh, mm-hmm. it, so we hope you enjoyed this week's show. Uh, remember that you can always follow us on social media. You can follow us at We Did That Shit. It's one word, y'all. We did that shit. Uh, talk to us. Like, subscribe, and comment on the show. And talk to us, leaving us anything that you uh, want to say, comment on any past issues. Are you dating somebody that has kids? And what is your experience like with them? Leave us an email, y'all, at we did that shit at gmail.com. Again, it's we did that shit at gmail.com. Remember that you can always follow me on social media. Twitter, my my thirteen. That's my my thirteen. M Y M Y one three. And I'm at Babiamina. That's B I B B I A M I N A. And don't forget, share the podcast wherever you share. You know things to people. You can do it on social media. Send somebody a text. Send somebody an email. Make sure that you share the podcast. Like and comment. We'll be here for an all new episode next week. Uh, Monday we drop a new episode. So be on the lookout for us every Monday. Remember, he's a good man. Be great this week. Do that shit. I love you, Maya. Love you, too.